Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from anti-intellectuals to pseudo-intellectuals. With over oh. 4 million downloads, this is the only show where we discuss every problem in the universe. I'm Maddox. With me is Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? And Sean, our audio engineer. Did hey. we discuss pseudo? I'm sorry, I stepped on you, Sean. Did we discuss pseudo-intellectuals? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. Yet is the operative word there. I'm going to bring that in because I'm real annoyed by pseudo-intellectuals. Oh, you're a real annoying <laughs> pseudo-intellectual, buddy. <laughs> All right, how'd we do? Last week, human robots came hmm. in the number one problem, followed by man buns. I'm oh. ashamed man buns even made it on the list. I, you know what? Man buns should be a problem, but it's one of those annoyance problems. Well, no, 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 because it's making the finest of our men, the most virile, the strongest, the most handsomest of our men, bald. Oh. And that's like that's worse than death, being bald. Oh, I don't- I, I'm going to bring <laughs> it in at some point to, so we can see. Yeah, I no, mean, I mean there are, there are definitely exceptions to that rule of the most handsomest and uh, the most virile men who are going bald, Dick. Absolutely not. Yeah, uh, do you yeah. know how many people sent me the picture of Donald Trump with a man bun? Yeah, it was by funny. the way, that was funny. Yeah, yeah, I got pregnant. I had to get a morning after pill because I got so many of those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe you would get a morning after pill. You have that baby to full term. Uh, yeah. So human robots came in. And I got a comment, Dick, from uh, one Joseph Forsyth. He says, Maddox, one of the most egregious parts of the human robots problem are when these people get into school systems. Yeah, he says, there are many examples of students being acutely punished for getting caught up in zero-tolerance policies that teachers, principals, and school administrators enforce without a second thought. Also, there's more than enough evidence that being a human robot creates more problems than it solves in school systems, and that goes double for when police and justice systems adopt similar policies. So... I And then he posted all these links to all these uh, zero-tolerance policies that schools enacted. Are you going to read the links off so we can write them down? The, why? The, I'm kidding. The Please URLs? Don't. Yeah, no. Um, one of them, one in particular, about a billion people sent, these, sent this one to me. It was from uh, fox2now.com. Uh, or actually, this one's from a high school student. Uh, another one, uh, some, some kid like, took a razor away. Some kid was threatening to use a razor in school. The kid, some kid intervened and took the razor away so uh -huh. the kid couldn't harm other kids. And the kid who took the razor away got in trouble. There, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, how about the kid who ate a cracker in the shape of a gun yeah. and was using it to shoot? at people uh so he got suspended or yeah. expelled or something right. like that so how about sexual harassment in sure. like kindergartens but i think that's more of a zero tolerance thing than a human that's robot human robots dick. Yeah, but zero those... tolerance is human robots zero tolerance no mistakes no exceptions we have to follow the rule to the t yeah but you if you don't do that you're fired that's no. the problem with that like no. that's why they have the like a judge has a mandatory sentencing law he can't deviate Dick, from it. Dick, uh, we're talking. Look, you're you're conflating judge the the uh, the legal system, which which judges do pretty much have to go by the book. And actually, mm -hmm. not really, because judges can give you any sentence they want. Essentially, you can okay. try to overturn it. Uh, really, there is no rule that can't be bent or broken, including the one that you just said that they would get fired if they broke those rules. That's not true because the principal could then also use his or her common sense. And maybe this doesn't even have to escalate to the point where the principal has to intervene about a kid who chewed his cracker into the shape of a gun. Yeah, the example everyone sent me over I the weekend. I agree that it's a big problem. By the way. I mean, maybe zero, hopefully zero tolerance policies will be a bigger problem when that's eventually brought in. That's all I'm saying. 
No, it's Not zero even tolerance that. is the same thing, though. Zero tolerance is the same thing as human robots. I guess we'll see then. Zero Party. tolerance. Want to put some dough on this one? No, we'll put some money. Just, down? I, I think it's the same. You just same back problem. from Vegas. You want to bet? You want to <laughs> do some gambling on this problem? Ah, <laughs> oh, I did all right in Vegas this week, buddy. I'm yeah? up. I'm up forty six dollars. Oh, here's, yeah? here's how I gamble. I hate gambling. I think it's a waste of time and money, especially the latter. And uh, and true. I I gamble. Sometimes I'm passing by and I'm I got a few minutes to spare. I'll throw in a dollar, like one dollar. There you go. And there's my dollar. I threw it in. I won at uh, Kino. You know what Kino is? Yeah, I know. I know yeah. Kino is. A lot of people, you know, people outside the U.S. might not be familiar with Kino. It's um, it's basically you got a grid of a hundred numbers and you're guessing, you know, five or six numbers. And yeah. If all of them hit. You get a bunch of money. It's like bingo, except it's not for old people. It's for truck drivers and hookers. Yeah. It's basically. Essentially. Right? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, man, uh, one of the links that everyone sent me over the weekend was this kid in Utah was having a coughing fit. A pan- the kid couldn't breathe. Oh, I, re- I saw this one. And she wanted yeah. to use her inhaler, and the teachers wouldn't let her, the kid use the, the fucking inhaler because they yeah. said, oh, well, we need to make sure that this medication is approved, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they, the child could have died while uh. they're sitting there enforcing this bureaucratic shithead policy which nobody, even after the fact, nobody nobody said, oh, good job, teachers. Way to enforce Way that to policy. Go. You nailed yeah. it. You never seen an inhaler before? What do you do if you're the dad in that scenario? Yeah. I'm asking you. What oh, do you, if my- you, you, you gotta punch somebody, right? Yeah. You're, they're torturing your kid in class? Yeah. Somebody's gotta get hit for that. But you, you what, you go to jail now? Is that the world we're in? Zero, That's human zero, robots? Zero tolerance, dick. You gotta go to jail. You punch a teacher, you gotta go to jail, right? What if you pay like a kid to do it? See, there there you yeah. go. Now you're thinking like you bend the rules a little bit. Guys, yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. not breaking our law every now and then, you're not doing it right. Uh, Mike Scrimshaw, I think he disagreed with you. The problem isn't human robots, it's entitled dickheads like Maddox. Yeah, oh, you- I, I read this comment. Let's hear this <laughs> yeah, shithead. Let's like hear this, this shitty comment. You've clearly never worked in customer service, yeah, or clearly. you would know the people that people like you are the bane of our fucking existence. W- you do work in t- customer service, though, because you do the, all the customer service for your website. Right. Everyone thinks they deserve to be the lone exception, whether it's the guy at the bar who left his ID at home but is totally 21. Or that's another great human robot thing. They're carding like they're, they're, yeah. you'll see a 70 year old man get carded yeah. at a bar. You're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I remember, I remember one time, and I want you to finish this comment, but I remember one time I went to a theater in Utah to see the South Park movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember it was, uh, it was really controversial because they, they thought that the movie should have been NC 17. So Utah theaters wanted to ban the movie. And there was this guy who came into the, the movie with his date, right? The guy was like 40, 43, something like that. And his date was like, late 30s 37 maybe uh-huh. you know 37 38 clearly a woman an adult woman she didn't have her id on her and the guy did and and <laughs> then said they couldn't see the south park they, movie? they wouldn't let they wouldn't <laughs> let them in and so the guy said okay okay well she then she's my daughter and i'm her legal guardian and i'm gonna let her in idiot yeah and they still wouldn't let him oh they needed to see id for that yeah they wanted to they wanted to see id to make sure that he was her parent or legal guardian. It's like, you guys, first of all, fuck off. And second, use your judgment. Yeah. Anyway, no, what, I, what else is it? Read the rest of this message, because this guy's a shithead. Let, let's hear it. Uh, or the woman who wants her meal cooked with a thousand little substitutions because they did it for me three years ago. Yeah, but I, you know, with that substitution thing, I'm just like, fuck you, do it. Like, no. No? no. You're anti-substitution? I'll tell you a story after Okay. This. Businesses have rules because they've deemed them the most efficient way to do things. Well, fuck them. And when you expect everything... Um, to come to a grinding halt to make your life a little more convenient. 
um, then you're acting just as selfish as some stonewalling vegan. Yeah, I'm not. There's a lot more. I'm not going to read the rest. Of yeah, I, I remember reading that comment, Dick. I actually replied to him. See, everything they're he just said, doing their jobs. That's what he's saying. Yeah, they're, they're, not just, they're just doing their jobs. They're not in a position to change the rules. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's exactly the Nuremberg defense. That is precisely the Nuremberg defense. Just doing their jobs. Just doing their jobs. And by the way, nice straw manning in that debate. So he's saying, oh, Maddox, when you when you want exceptions for every little thing that someone wants to customize in the restaurant or not having their idea at a bar, dickhead, that's not the example I gave. I gave an example where literally nothing would have changed if you let me on the bus yeah. four blocks earlier. Nothing would have changed. Um, yeah. You want to hear some voicemails? Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, Dave from New Hampshire. Uh, Maddox, I just thought it was really clever the way you uh, you repackaged uh, Reverend Scott's uh, dick first or dick there um, into amnesia dick or whatever it was. Uh, like, you totally turned it into a totally different thing. Um, <laughs> very impressive. Uh, I, I actually inspired me to create my own podcast. It's going to be called um, What is the Biggest Problem in the Universe? Uh-huh. Um and uh, and I think it's uh, it should do pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, let me know if, uh, if you got any uh, advice or anything for me. And um, yeah, Dick, go fuck yourself. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I got some advice for you, dude. Uh, fuck off. How about that? Start there. Start yeah. there. Fuck. Not not just part of the way off. All the way off. Oh, all the way. Off. All the way off. Yeah. I want the guy to fuck all the way off. Here's the thing. Um, I, st- I, st- I created that new bit. It's called Dick Instant Amnesia. Right. Because and it's that's different. the bit where you take audio clips you've already used in another bit. No. That someone sent. No. And you reuse no, no, no. them. First of all, first of all, Dick. I came up with the Dick versus Dick bit. Right. So if someone uses the Dick versus Dick bit, it's uh-huh. a bit that I created. Right. And so. I can't be accused of ripping off myself. But you already did it. It's like a rerun, no, kind no, no. of, with a different no, name. it's different. It's like and they I'll took Saved by the Bell and put it, Zach, introducing yeah. it, but the old Miss Bliss stuff. So so last episode, we and were supposed to— And you can to, be accused of ripping off yourself. Well, yeah, yeah but you it, totally doesn't, can. it doesn't hold. I mean, I don't even know what that means, to rip uh, off yourself. But, but you, you know, can, John, John Fogarty was sued by Saul's Ants for ripping off himself because Saul's Ants owned the fantasy record stuff, and uh, Fogarty was on another label. Yeah, but that's a, those are two people, Sean. We're not. We're no, talking no, no, about no. one person. I know, but but that's a rights issue. They're 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 fi- uh-huh. they're fighting for the rights. I know the, that case you're talking Saul's about. Saul's Ants accused John Fogarty of plagiarizing himself. How's yeah. that different? We could the, accuse the you of plagiarizing is, Sean, yourself. The difference is Sean. <laughs> the difference is Sean because he owned the copyright to that that. Uh, uh, excuse me. It was the either the song or the album or whatever. Uh-huh. So he owned the copyright to it, and then he spun off and did his own thing, and then. He su- he got sued for ripping off himself, you know, quote himself, right. yeah. which is uh, I don't know what happened to of that lawsuit, but essentially it's, is that's this an a apology that you're making to Reverend Scott for ripping off his bit right no, now? No, I what? acknowledged. What's, how is this stuff? It's copyrighted? not his bit. Anyway, um, last episode we were supposed to record the normal episode. Uh-huh. Uh, excuse me, we were supposed to record uh, yeah the normal episode and then the bonus episode. So I introduced so this we did. bit. No, I, I I had intended to introduce the bit in a different order oh, uh, because I had a different I had a different version up. of it. Yeah, and I specifically okay. I specifically wanted to draw contrast to uh, this is not a dick versus dick. This is instant amnesia, which okay. is like when you contradict yourself within like one to five minutes. That's the uh, well, I think here. it's more like I forgot what I just said because that's the title of the bit. Uh, Contradicting it would be right. Yeah. Oh, okay. You forgot what you just yeah. said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think what most people saw, though, is just replayed audio. Um, 
I mean, th- I, here, here's some more replayed audio, Dick. I mean, three little words. You know, I got a stats for you. I mean, there's like all there's right, lots all right. of replayed audio on right. this show, Dick. Uh, you want to hear one more? Somebody sent in a song. Fuck you. Fuck your bandwidth. Fuck your ISP. If it entertains me, if it amuses me for a little bit, beam Trailer Park Boys into space 24 hours a day where no one's going to watch it. I'm the customer. I don't care. Fuck you. Come on. What? Or that's crazy. Stupid button. Come on. What? Come on. What? You motherfucker. Blood pressure down. But it's not the Ghostbuster. <laughs> this guy actually doesn't own this photo. It belongs to a fucking monkey. Come on. What? I got shit all over. Come on. Oh my god. Come on. What? What? Of course. She can smell it. Or come on. What? You know what? You know what I love about these these dick versus these chicken shit nutless dick versus dick out of context horse shit bits that you do? You're like a fucking child. You're like a fucking child busting your dad's balls. How dare they? Stats. Come on. What? The government. So what does that tell you? I'm probably drunk or high. Fucking monkey. Come on. What? I am right. That's unfortunate. Hate it so much. I'm crazy. Come on. What? You motherfucker. What? (laughs) I can't jerk off enough times in a day to get rid of this rage. Yeah, I'm going to go have a heart attack. Yeah. Oh, man. Good song. Who who did that? Uh, Jacob Segrin. Jacob Segrin. Jacob Segrin. Yeah, funny song. You want to hear a shitty voicemail on me? This guy doesn't like me. (laughs) Well, let's hear it. Hi, I'm just calling to say that, first of all, I mean, dick, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Second of all, your you grammar go. just makes me want to fucking cut my balls off. And third, Maddox, I love you. Take it easy, guys. There you go. Was that Angelo's mom? That sounds like her, sounds but I like don't know. Her. Yeah. It sounded like a local call. All right, you want to get into some problems? Um, I have one more comment I want to read. Okay. Um, this one's from Dylan Gentry. Okay, so since last episode, Dick, I released my, my video about self-checkout lanes. Ooh. And uh, yeah, I find so. Who is that guy? I want to find out his name. The guy, remember the guy who said he would give me his his uh, he would empty his account. Yeah, yeah. If I posted He's been a video, criticizing it on Twitter. Oh, oh, great. Let him criticize it because mm. here's the thing. Every single defense of of that uh, self checkout lane boils down to this. They say, Manox, if you don't use, if you don't buy any produce, if you don't buy any meat, if you don't buy any deli items, if you don't buy anything that doesn't have uh, that uh, that has a barcode. If you only buy things that are heavy enough for the the thing to scan, and if you don't buy too many things, they work great. Well, shitheads, that's exactly my criticism of self-checkout lanes, is that they have all these conditions for them to work. And even then, they don't work, as evidence in that video that I I posted. So I got this guy, his name is, uh, well, you know, I can't read his name because you'll see why. It says, Dear Maddox, after watching your video and listening to episode 8, in which you express your hatred of self-checkout lanes, I realized that I had been using these devices exclusively for months, if not years, at my local grocery store. In fact, I couldn't remember the last time I went through a checkout lane staffed by an actual human, and your critique had me questioning the efficiency and convenience I had taken for granted. So yesterday, as I made a stop at Fred Meyer, have you ever heard of Fred Meyer? Have no. you been to Fred Meyer? It's, it's a big store in Utah. It's kind of like... Um, uh, it's kind of like a Walmart, but it's kind of like a local Walmart. They, they, they have grocery store and uh, uh, automotive and electronics all, all in one. Um, he said, uh, I, I stopped by Fred Meyer to pick up a few things. I decided to test your theory. It was about 6 p.m. and the store was packed with shoppers. I made my way through the aisles, selecting my items, and made sure to include at least one alcoholic beverage and one embarrassing item. And he put that in quotes. In case, what uh, is that? 
What's that? What's an embarrassing item? Oh, he said, in this case, it was jock itch spray, which, unfortunately, I actually needed. <laughs> huh. So he got some jock itch spray, some alcohol, and then a few other items. So at the front of the store, there were 12 self-checkout machines and one helpless attendant scrambling around checking IDs, helping people weigh their fruit, clearing error messages, etc. It's a full-on shit show. And what's worse is that people are waiting in line to use them. Meanwhile, less than 20 feet away, literally half a dozen human cashiers are standing at the end of their lanes asking passing shoppers if they're ready to check out. I picked the youngest, cutest, most femalest looking one and zipped into her lane. Within seconds, I had dropped my items on the conveyor, swiped my debit card, and waited to approve the total as she scanned and bagged my items for me. We even made small talk, which I actually kind of welcomed in an age where 99% of my social interaction takes place on a smartphone. Even with checking my ID for the beer, the whole process took less than two minutes, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, man, uh, lesson learned. Self-checkout lanes are for suckers, and they should be eradicated from this earth. Maddox, thank you for opening my eyes. Love the podcast. Um, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, yeah. You so changed this, that guy's life. But uh, remember, Dick, you brought in uh, – you you hate when people at bars sit around fiddling on their, on their smartphones, right? Yeah, it annoys me. Why? Uh, because they're totally removed from the experience, and it means I'm there drinking by myself, which I could do at home. Right. Yeah. But it, 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 when you go to a self-checkout lane, it's also one less interaction that you have with a human being. I suppose so. Yeah. Some people in the comments were saying, Hey, Maddox, uh, it's just an opportunity for me to avoid talking to another human being. I, guys, if you have social anxiety disorder, get some counseling. Get some therapy. Self-checkout lanes aren't the help. Self-checkout lanes aren't the solution. Well... This guy followed your advice. Yeah. yeah. Turn out better. You might meet somebody, guys. You might go on a date just by buying groceries. Yeah. yeah. Hitting on girls with, while they're at work. I'm not even a big enough scumbag Bro, to do that. Get out no, of here. I don't hit on girls where they work. I oh. don't. I don't. Dick, you, are, you don't go to a bar, and I won't say the name of it, but you specifically won't go to a bar because you, fucked, you, uh, you hooked up with someone there. First of all, multiple bars. There you go. And they hit on me first. Oh, okay. I always wait for them. I don't all hit right. on girls at work. All right. It's creepy. You got them cornered. Like, they got to keep coming back to you no matter what you do or say. Yeah. I just get a bad feeling about it. All right. Well, that, those are all the comments I got. You want to get to a problem? Sure. What do you got? My first problem is, can I get a drum roll for this one? Because it's a go. big problem, and everyone's going to hate me after I say it. The Pope. Oh, the Pope. The Pope. The new Pope. Should I say the new Pope? Pope Francis. Because well, when people Pope listen friendly, to this, people, uh, when people listen to this uh, 200 years from now, they'll say, which new Pope? What are you talking about? It's Pope Francis. Oh, That's who you're talking about. Oh, not like Pope Gazorbazorg or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah Pope, Pope Francis. Pope Maddox, I want to call him the Pope, though. Yeah, he's the Pope. He seems like the Pope. You know what? This, this Pope's really really pissing me off. Why? He came to, he came to the U.S., he goes to he goes up in Congress and starts just telling us how to run our business. Oh right? yeah, that's that's the point of his address, right? Okay, like what? he gets up there and he gets up there and tells us what to do about everything. Yeah, what to do about climate change, what to do about immigration, what to do about all these things. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, what what the fuck is this? Who is who is this person who is not a part of this country? This is like the first time a pope has ever done this, right? Come yeah. to our government and told us how to run things. Well, and annoyed me. Okay. It, well, what? No, I want to hear your whole grievance. I want to hear what you have, what beef Well, you have I went it. down all of his lists, and yeah. I find him to be massively hypocritical okay. in all these things he's telling us. All right. Like, um, 
Let's start with the environment one. Yeah. I'll read you what he, I'll read his, his quote from the, I think this is one from Hobbes. I call for a courageous and responsible effort to redirect our steps and avert, avert the most serious effects of the environmental deterioration caused by human activity, right? I'm convinced that we can make a difference. I have no doubt the United States and this Congress has an important role to play. So big ol', you better fix the environment, you guys. Yeah. That's a huge problem. Yeah. Um, how about, how about Popey? If you want to be in a part of the solution and not on the problem list, how about you start encouraging a little bit of birth control? He he, ha- he has. Now, that was what do you mean? You're talking about condoms? Pope Francis has has uh, softened the Catholic stance on uh, birth control. In what way? Well, specifically, I have a quote here. He says, "We cannot insist only on issues related to abortion, gay marriage, and the use of contraceptive methods. It is not necessary to talk about these issues all the time." He told Catholics to kind of chill out about the whole condom See, thing and this is why i this is why i don't like him this is why he rubs me the wrong way yeah. because he's saying these things these statements yeah. that people take to mean he's like approving of gay marriage and approving of contraception but he didn't say in there guys use the pill get on the pill get serious he made a sweeping statement saying don't don't badmouth uh birth control all the time yeah. You see, like, I find all of his, and then I went back through and looked at all the things he said, like, his problems with when he brought up gay marriage, he's like, who am I to judge? It's yeah. like, well, uh, do you think they're going to hell or not? Because that's, like, that's your opinion, man. What's your opinion? Do you think they're going to hell or not? Because you can make a huge difference by saying, they're not going to hell, they're all right. Like, but when you say, who am I to judge? It's like, but well, he, wh- wh- what do you, what do you think? You're God's mouthpiece on earth. So you're the Pope. That's who you are to judge. Tell us what to do. No. The but, same way we got this shit in the first place. No. Someone told us they're going to hell. Now you tell us they're not going to hell or we have to keep going with they're going to hell. That, but that specifically contradicts uh, the the doctrine that Catholics believe is that judgment comes down from up high and not from people. So that's why he said, who am I to judge? And specifically, he said about gay people, he said, we shouldn't marginalize gay people. They must be integrated into society. And he's, yeah, and he said that quote about who am I who to judge? Who am I to judge? He even said that about atheists, Dick. He said, uh, yeah, no, he, I know. He, I heard the quote. Yeah, he said that he believes atheists who live a good life are good people. I mean, this is the most progressive pope and and everybody is shitting on him because look, man, I the have Catholic not heard Church, everyone shitting on him. Is, oh my is everyone gosh. shitting yes, on him? Yes, man. Who's shitting I'll on tell him? you what. I tell you when the tides cha- uh, shifted for uh, for this pope. Um, people people loved this pope to an extent, but uh, when news came out that he had met with Kim Davis, oh uh, baby, yeah, Kim Davis, <laughs> Kim Davis. For those who don't I already know, wanted to bring him in before that too. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Kim Davis is that county clerk in what was it, Kansas? Yeah, the Kansas county clerk who refused to issue gay marriage licenses. Mm-hmm. She she refused to do her job essentially. And uh, there's there's uh, well there's this yeah. there's this. Uh, um, um, See, I'm kind of on her. I understand. Do you mind if I jump in real go, quick? Go for it. <laughs> because this is a this is a woman, right? Like this is what this is what I'm thinking. Yeah, you got a government job, right? All right. Big thing in this country is freedom of religion, right? Yeah. So when you got the job, you never thought you had to be an accessory to a mortal sin. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, in her in her mind and in her heart, this is something that people do and spend eternity in damnation. 
yeah, I, I, I guess. Uh, but there are there are a lot of things. She's but she's really cherry picking some quotes from the Old Testament because the, if she's really she doesn't believe this dick. Let's not pretend like we're violating this bitch's uh, uh, soul doctrine. Like her religious beliefs are being violated. <sighs> Fuck that. Because if she's if she wants to cherry pick from the Old Testament, you know what? Why don't you just swallow the entire Old Testament? We can't eat shellfish anymore. Women who are on their periods can't be touched. Uh, you can kill your your uh, neighbor's daughter. Uh, you can trade your daughter for slavery. Yeah. These are Old Testament things. I, She's know, cherry picking this one line from the Old Testament and then uh, making a big grandstand as if it has anything to do with her beliefs. It has absolutely nothing to do with her beliefs because there's tons of people who who ha- who share her her beliefs, her religion, but aren't such staunch dickhead bigots about when it comes to uh, uh, gay marriage. And let's yeah. not let's not pretend it's anything but bigotry. That, I mean, that's all it is. It's just bigotry. She just hates gay people. She well, doesn't want. She doesn't want to issue them gay gay uh, gay marriage license. Don't take the job if you know. Look, but, if that, you take but that's a my job, point. She took the job, and this wasn't like this wasn't a thing. And overnight, now she's got to make a lot some serious choices that I don't know are necessarily fair to to ask a person to make like a snap decision on that. But, you know, keep in mind, I'm for for gay people getting married, right? Right. For okay. Some her supervisors should have had a plan in place to say like, look, if you don't feel comfortable with this because it's like against your religious beliefs, right, right, right. just step aside and we'll have someone else do it. Yeah. Like you can't start serving mandatory pork in student lunches and then say like, well, uh, you know, if you got a problem touching it because of your religious beliefs, that's on you. Quit and find it. Just like, no, that's not really fair that you're all of a sudden making these people contravene their their beliefs. No, you got to have something in place for that. But Kim Davis, uh, they, the judge who let her out of jail, yeah. said to her that she oh, that in, she went to jail because of that she went to jail yeah she's not doing her job she's huh? obstructing justice she's obstructing government government work from being done she should go to jail like there's nothing else you can do you can't fire her she was appointed I, to the job i think this is kind of a liberal lynch mob that she's getting like i don't agree with her but no, all the, the hate let, she's let me finish getting this point. is a little let nuts let me finish this point the judge who let her out of jail uh-huh. said okay you can go back to work and so we don't violate your beliefs Right, that you supposedly hold so dear. Right, we're gonna let the deputy clerk uh, or the the deputy who works there sign these papers off. And she's and, th- and then you know what she, she said? No, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. She well. said she's now she's grandstanding. <laughs> it, it, the fuck off, man. It's Wait, anyway. Me? This, no, no, this her, her, oh, not, yeah. not you, not you. Her, she's she's yeah. just grandstanding her, her fucking bigotry. That's all it is, man. It's just bald faced yeah. bigotry. You and by the way, Dick, signing a piece of paper doesn't mean you endorse their lifestyle. I can sign whatever the fuck I want. It doesn't mean I endorse their lifestyle. You're talking you about just, someone who believes in God, though. I mean, t- this is like they believe in a hell and an afterlife. What just? Giving her, giving them that benefit of the doubt that they are in fact making decisions on what they believe to be the rest of their eternal, like whatever. I don't even know. I don't know how they think it works, but if they're making decisions based on that, it's a lot. It's a lot to ask. That's all I'm saying. It's a lot to ask you to do your job. <laughs> yeah, you know all those the requirements of the job changed pretty quickly. Well, then don't take a job, guys. If you if if you're afraid, <laughs> if you're afraid that that something in 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 life might change so that it it violates your beliefs, uh-huh. then fucking don't work. Why don't you just stay home and uh, start your own business and do whatever you want, whatever the fuck you want, yeah. and you don't have to look, man. Signing a piece of paper, she, her job is essentially notary. She's just notarizing those documents to prove that they're legal. She, she doesn't have to endorse their lifestyle. She's not saying I'm I Kim Davis support sodomy 
She's not saying that. No. She's just signing her paper. And by the way, shouldn't we hold a standard also for straight people who have anal sex? Like, isn't it about time we, we talked about this? Like, straight people who have anal sex are completely off the hook, but it's just gay people, specifically gay people who have anal sex. That's all it comes down to. Well, I mean, not gay men. I don't... Not, not women. Not but, women. Hey, I don't hey, know. but who the fuck women? gives a fuck about gay women, right? <laughs> 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 All right, anyway. So the Pope's telling us, uh, I, hey, I think he could be a little more encouraging of birth control since he wants to cut all of our emissions down, our, our, our carbon emissions down, right? Where's, where's Catholicism spreading the most? But they it's not also, in America. It's right. all over the third world in Africa. Industrialized nations need to be making cement and cranking out CO2. Yeah, but it's also their beliefs that, that uh, the world should be replenished and blah, blah, blah. So you're asking essentially, they're contradictory beliefs. The, the Bible contradicts itself. Yeah. They're, they're yeah, contradictory because beliefs. It's, it's because these rules were made when they thought semen was little homunculus men that you're ejaculating. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, essentially. So as soon as we discover this, that's not, that that's not true, let's pump up the birth control. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Yeah. You want to give big speeches to Congress, maybe, have, maybe bring a couple ideas to the table. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Immigration. He's yeah. saying welcome, welcome it, all forms of immigration. Right. All kinds. Right. All kinds. All kinds. Uh, whose country, whose city has the biggest walls on earth? You ever been to the Vatican? Uh, yeah, I have. You couldn't, even with a jetpack, you couldn't clear those walls. Uh, even with I your could. magical crown jewel stealing jetpack. Two you know jumps, buddy. I could steal, I could steal, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, the Pieta. La Pieta? Yeah, that statue. Yeah, the, the, yeah. the Mike, Mike that somebody threw a hammer at. Is it, oh, someone threw a hammer. Oh, at it's that? behind Lucite. Yeah, somebody threw a hammer oh, at a long time ago. Oh. Sucks, right? Yeah, Fuck. It's, it's crazy. A, it's beautiful. Yeah, I could steal it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, as long as we're tearing down walls, hypothetical walls, why don't we tear down some real ones? You got some real nice walls over there in Vatican City. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where's all Where's all the immigration? Are they lining up with the rest of us to get in there? To get into Vatican City? Yeah. There's no. You can just walk in. Oh, you gotta wait in line. No, there's not. When the oh, gates close, buddy. when the gates close, that gate is fucking closed. What? Uh, haven't you learned anything from my methods and techniques? Remember how I said <laughs> I would steal the crown jewels? Yeah, yeah. How, yeah. Wa- how I walked right into the exit and they're uh-huh. they're right there and I could just grab them. Right. Same thing with the Vatican, buddy. Always walk in through the exit. I just walked right into the exit in the Vatican and I'm I'm right there, man. Did you really? Oh yeah. You just walk into the exit. Oh, huh? Can we ship all of our illegal immigrants over there then? Pope would be cool with that. There you go, Pope. Since everybody's immigrant, since, since all immigration's okay, we're just gonna send him over here. Don't worry yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah. You, do you think that's a little bit fucked that he said that? Or is what? Not? What? What specifically did he say? Um, let me. Was he? Was this about the up. refugees coming from Syria and the, that more countries should be uh, should have a? We, the people of this continent, are not fearful of foreigners because most of us were once foreigners. I say to this is the son of immigrants, knowing that many of you are also descended from immigrants. Um, in recent centuries, millions of people came to this land to pursue their dream of building a future and freedom. I, I don't know. I don't have the exact. Well, he said to be take it easy on illegal immigration. Yeah, yeah. basically. So, so okay. What, so this this whole thing bugs you, right? It bugs me because he's sitting on a fort, the biggest fortune on earth, in like a. It's Vatican City is basically Scrooge McDuck's vault, ah. and and he's like Scrooge McDuck is wandering into Congress saying, you know what, y'all motherfuckers need to be more generous, <laughs> like Quackaroony. We're being pretty generous here, Pope. And uh, what did he hear? Let me let me bring in something he said about guns. Yeah. This was his thing on guns. Um, people who manufacture weapons or invest in weapons industries are hypocrites if they call themselves Christian, right? People, That's a, people who manufacture weapons or invest in weapons industries are hypocrites 
if they call themselves Christian. Hmm. That's pretty damning. That's a pretty damning statement. Well, right? Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty out there. It's pretty inf- in- incendiary. Well, I'll, I would say specifically that because uh, the the Vatican does have armed forces. Oh, that, tremendously armed! Yeah, they do have armed forces. So are they then hypocrites, or are the are the people who hold those guns bad people because they're defending the Vatican? Is that I mean, is that the argument that's being made here? Hey, all I'm saying is invest in weapons industries. Yeah. How did those guns get made? How are they making more? Somebody bought the ones you're using. The Pope cruises around in his magical spaceship, surrounded by six guys armed to the teeth. Right? No, no, he's uh, he's he's not uh, actually. He's the first Pope since I don't remember when, but he doesn't tra- travel in an armored vehicle Still? anymore. Yeah, in, no. a, in America, because I know America, he did it yeah. once when he first came in. No, he he didn't travel in an armored vehicle, and I think he he let a lot of his security detail go. He he come he gets out in that uh, in the public, buddy. If yeah, I see out- one guy with a gun protecting him. What am I supposed to think about that statement? I don't know, man. He just doesn't seem too worried about it, which is, I think, how popes should be. Uh, if popes— Right? Because they're definitely going to heaven. Yeah, it's it's yeah. also—I mean, you know, it's not because they're not—they're afraid of not going to heaven. It's because they uh, are the spiritual leader to millions of people, and they want to be alive to do their jobs. Uh, I think that's the reason. But it's also doubling down on your faith if you believe that you're there on a mission and— from God, if you're there mm-hmm. on a mission from God, mm-hmm. and you are, you have some direct line of communication. Well, you know what? Go out there, do your thing. Don't worry about security because God should protect you. And if something should happen, then yeah. maybe that's God's will. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay, you're you're okay with him. And I think that's what he's doing. He's he's actually going around without bulletproof uh, bulletproof vehicles. Oh, I um, think here, he relies on guns. So here's the thing, Dick. Go here's ahead. here's uh, here's what I'm wondering. If you took all those quotes that the Pope said and misattributed them so that you removed the Pope's name from those quotes uh-huh. and said that someone on Tumblr said it. I was just thinking or Tumblr. Someone, yes. Or someone on the internet, some some whatever website, some activist website, maybe a liberal. If someone had said that and maybe. and uh, and you, you ascribed the quality of being American to that person, right? So just an average Joe said it. Uh-huh. You probably wouldn't have a problem with that because we all have opinions. Right. And the Pope is just another person who has opinions. It reminds me a long time ago uh-huh. of a, a conversation I had a long time ago with a buddy of mine who really got pissed off and irked any time a celebrity espoused any political opinions on TV. Uh-huh. And he just kept ranting about this. And I'm like, buddy, do you get pissed off when CNN interviews a average Joe plumber and asks their opinion on what the country should do or what direction the country should go in or what economic policy should be or et cetera, et cetera. If they ask a housewife, if they ask a librarian or a teacher, he said, no. I said, well, guess what? Celebrities, just another person who sure. has a job, who has an opinion, and they are American, just like you and me, and we have no, there's no difference between us and them. We're, we all have opinions. So if the Pope comes to Congress and says, hey, guys, here's a bunch of uh, opinions, he's doing that as the Pope, sure, but he's also doing that as a person who has opinions. And anyone who goes to the White House, even that little uh, uh, kid who made that atomic clock that Obama invited him well, to the White House. Well, someone made the atomic clock. I don't know if it was the kid. Even even NBA players, even yeah. uh, ba- uh, uh, baseball players and jazz musicians and P- anyone who vi- who visits Bill Gates, anyone who right. visits the White House has opinions as people. So how much can you impugn the Pope for having opinions uh, just for being an, a, another person. A guy with an opinion does not get an unlimited address to Congress, an unlimited televised address with applause breaks every minute and a half. Right, He's but- speaking as a pontiff 
for a major religion as the mouthpiece of God. That is my big my big problem with it is that to me, after seeing that speech and after thinking about these hypocrisies, I see it as like a guy who will say anything to a girl just to get the tip inside of her. Yeah. Right? And he's like, okay, yeah, 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 gay is great, atheist great, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just 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 uh, remember me when they pass around the plate. I uh, see it as a one big ad because all of the things he's busting our balls for, he does in spades. Uh, That's why it annoys me. I don't think all of the things. The only thing that really sounded uh, uh, egregiously hypocritical here was the gun, the gun thing. Like if you're if you're asking people not to invest in gun manufacturing, then Mm -hmm. don't have armed guards at the Vatican uh, because you can't have one without the other. But uh, other than capitalism's balls too. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, he's not. uh, You know, he probably doesn't have completely capitalistic views, and neither does America. To be frank, Uh, America is not purely capitalistic. Well, that's true. But the Pope. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah no, no, real no, quick, pub thing. I, I'm I, gonna, I just, I'm gonna wrap it up. I don't want to take forever. On that all point. right, um, the Pope. The reason he gets that platform is again, he is the mouthpiece for millions of people, and if not the mouthpiece, Billion. at the very, at the very least, uh, at the very least, he represents a huge portion of people. I think that he gets that platform not because uh, because Congress is is his lapdog or anything like that, but because he's a he's a popular person. Hell, man, if I go to do, to do a talk somewhere. People are going to show up because it's me, but if uh, some Joe Schmo shows up, not as many people will show up, and there won't be a platform for that person, right? Max, you're not getting an address to Congress. Wow. I don't know what the world is like in your head, but that's not happening. Especially now that they know you've been ripping off bits. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Sean. All right, guys. Yeah. I got a real problem. Go vote up the Pope, you motherfuckers. So that, that's your problem, the Pope? The Pope. You specifically want to name it as the Pope and not Pope Francis? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because he's going to be there forever. All right. <laughs> hey, you know what the Pope is great at, though? What? He's got a nice, clean, shorn oh, face. Oh, boy, This episode is brought to you by Harry's. He uses those German blades. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he does. The last Pope, you bet your ass, used yeah. a German blade. Oh, that's blade. right. Yeah, I'm thinking of the last oh, yeah. Pope. He's from, the guy he's that from was Argentina. in the Hitler Youth. What was his name? Uh, no, but yeah, Pope Fra- McKenzie? Pope Palpatine. Palpatine. Well, the Palpatine. last guy. Emperor no, Palpatine. Benedict. Yeah. Yeah, oh, it was Benedict. Yeah. Go to harrys.com, use biggest problem as the promo code. You get five bucks off. It's always free shipping in Harry's. They make a damn good razor. You, everyone knows that. You know that, Sean. I don't know if you know that, but uh, everybody else knows that. Sean, uh, how often do you shave? A uh, few times a week. Few times, when, okay, a couple you shave times. then. You yeah, I, just, I, sh- I think I shaved yesterday. All right. You I, spending, can't, I can't be bothered. You most spending of the time. money at the drugstore on your razors, Sean? No, I'm not. You're good. not? I'm not. I'm using the Harry's. Are you fucking really? Yeah. All right. Smart. Well, Sean's uh, every all the Sean lovers in the audience. Then if Sean endorses, Sean's it, a do- loyal supporter. of The biggest problem in the universe. I got an email from Scott A. Bear about Harry's razors. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your podcast. Each week, my Wednesday night has become a ritual of listening to the new episode while drinking and playing video games with the wife. Oh, oh okay. Playing cool video wife, games man. with the wife. Cool wife. Additionally, thank you for going with Harry's as a sponsor. That's, you know, we did vet a lot of sponsors. We we chose Harry's. As a member of the U.S. Air Force, I am required to have a clean-shaven face at all times. For somebody who has the facial genetics of a pirate Viking, this is horrible on my wallet. You have incredible facial hair as well. Yeah. Do you find... It, this, do you identify with this guy? Oh, totally. My my hair comes in really coarse. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, like, uh, it's like Brillo pad. Right. And I go through razors. I find little nicks on my razors. You know, I won't mention the specific brands, but right. all the all the razors I got mm-hmm. were, all the razors I used to use had little nicks in them. 
And I could see because they because my hair is stronger than steel. Scott A. Bear was spending $64 a month on on razors that left his face ripped apart and looking like he hadn't even shaved. Jesus Christ, really? Uh, of course, smart asses who can't even grow facial hair would always respond with, well, do you know how to shave? I just received my Harry's kit, and it is the best shave I've ever had. Six hours later, my face still feels... Like, there's never even been any hair on it. Harry's now has a lifelong customer, and I'm saving a lot of money every month on razors, probably to buy video games to play with his hot-ass wife. Cool. Yeah, but his wife's hot. His wife's hot because he uses Harry's. Harry's.com, promo code biggest problem. Save five bucks. Hot wife plays video games, huh? (laughs) Oh, baby. You know who doesn't have a wife, Dick? Friends own pussies. Oh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Friends own pussies. Dick, um, you know, you know, uh, you know the term friend zone. Only academically. Only academically. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Look, 4chan's not not academic, buddy. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what yeah, friend zone yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. Friend zone, um, it's the number one grievance that people have when they when they strike out with women. Uh, guys, mostly guys, and actually I've heard I've heard it from the other side too. I've heard women lately complaining sure. to me. I have a lot of female friends, and they confide mm. in me, and they say that uh, you know they they've been friend zoned by guys, including you. What? Do you, oh, well, these are friends of yours, friends of mine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And guys and girls, well, they do they make different types of mistakes, but generally, from a guy's point of view, it's pussy on a pedestal, and mm. from a girl's point of view, it's dick on a pedestal. Okay, well, I was trying to think of a, cl- a more that's clever similar. Like dick on a yeah, dick on a dais. Dick on a dais. Uh. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, Dick on a dais. Um, so I rem- I was at uh, well, I I'll just tell you the story. I was talking to a guy a while back who said that uh, you know he had a huge crush on this girl, and and they they'd gone out like you know three four times, and I'm like, all right, well, how's the sex? And he says, oh, we haven't kissed yet. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Get yeah, out of there. But it's, oh, it's it's done. You're bad. done. You're yeah. done, man. Look, this goes for everyone, guy <sighs> or girl. Yeah. If you go out with someone more than twice or three times, three times the absolute limit. You go out with them more than three times and you haven't had anything sexual. Not but even you've a tried. Kiss, but you've tried. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I'm about to say is is irrelevant of whether or not you've tried. If you mm. haven't done it, then it's gone, most likely forever. Ninety nine percent chance it's gone forever. But mm. if you tried and, it, and if you tried and it didn't happen, it could happen at some point later on down the line. But when that friend zone is a cement, buddy, it starts to set the moment you step foot in their door, or the moment you step foot in that restaurant on that first date. Hmm. And I'll t- I'll tell you why because because that's Well, cement. I'm still processing the try part. But go oh, ahead. I'll tell, tell you why trying cement. trying is different because once you've communicated, the entire problem of friend zoning boils down to this one thing, right? You just have to communicate sexual interest in somebody. And that word sexual is so important. That's everything. Because sometimes guys and girls forget that the opposite sex likes sex and they want to have it. With you, possibly, if you make a move. But if you if you try, if you make that, that first move, you try, at least you've planted a seed in their head. Trying and failing at least communicates to them that you're interested. Because down the line, you know what? They might, I, they might just be uh, sitting around one night. They want a booty call. They might call you over. I really see this in the opposite terms. How's that? 
if you try, if you make any kind of overture, yeah. sexual overture, or even like a romantic one, like yeah. you, you, someone treats you as a friend, you you should know the difference pretty clearly whether sure. they're being friendly or whether they want to be intimate with you. Right, right. Uh, if they reject that, then I'm out. Like I'm like, oh okay, we're not sexually, you're not sexually interested at all. Like whatever, see so you have a nice life. Right. But if you don't try, like you can, I think you can go a long time with a woman without trying. Oh, and still, something well, sexual will no. develop. <laughs> no, no way, man! If you go a long time with a, with a woman, like it, yeah, it can happen. I'm, I'm not saying it's imp- it's outside the realm of possibility. Like sometimes, I, I one of my good friends um, is dating their high school sweetheart, and they said in high school they never had anything romantic, uh-huh. and then they reconnected years later, and it became a thing. Right? That can happen, okay. but uh, it's exceedingly rare. If you meet somebody and you're interested in them, I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to you nice guys, right, who are too, yeah. who respect the woman too much to, to have sex with her. Right. Right? Oh. You guys. Oh, dear. You guys. Is that a thing? Oh, it's a thing. It's the nice guy syndrome. That's what this boils down to. These guys, these are nice guys who don't want to have sex because they're in it for their friendship and they are in it for, for uh, uh, you know, they don't want to mislead the woman into thinking that they're only in it for sex because most guys are in it for sex and they're different. You know how I know so much about this, Dick? Because I used to be one of these guys. I used to be a nice guy. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm still a nice guy. But I'm a nice guy who has sex. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Did you not think that women enjoyed sex as much as they do? Uh, It's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question, Sean. Um, I'm going to think about that for a second. But I will tell you what I viewed sex as. I viewed sex as something that all guys wanted all the time, and Uh that's all they wanted from women. And I wanted to draw a distinction between myself and those men. So that was your value. Yeah. That was the value you were saying you provide. Yeah, yeah. You're there for, like, listening and shit. And by the way, when we're, when we're saying nice guy here, let's just, for, for uh, going forward, it's nice guy in quotes. Because we're not talking about literally, like, nice guys. I'm a nice guy. You're a nice guy. Sean's a nice guy. We're all nice guys. But uh, uh, I'm talking about the, quote, nice guy. The guy who becomes a friend with a woman but is insincere. Right. And is manipulative. Right. And would swoop in at the opportunity and and writes those like weepy comics yeah. talking about how the girl always confides in him. Yeah. Oh, why aren't there nice guys? And he secretly thinks, well, I'm a nice guy. Why don't you date me? I've never heard a girl say, how come guys can't be like you? Like I've seen them tell that story. Yeah. Like a girl, a hot girl I've always been interested told me, how come guys can't be like you? But I've never heard a woman say that out loud. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a pussy's version of a porno. Like, you, you watch a porno, and I'm like, this never happened. Yeah. Like, no guy walked into a sorority house, and he's getting six blowjobs, yeah. right? That's, like, how I feel. It's like, who, what woman ever said that to you? I don't really, I don't think she meant it. Maybe her tone was being, like, sarcastic or something, but I don't think that they think that. Oh, it's happened, man. It, it happened to me when I, was, when I was younger, when I was, I think, like, uh, 16, 17 years old, when I first started taking interest in, in women and wanting to date them, whatever. You know, I became the, quote, nice guy, and uh, we would hang out a bunch, and I always thought, I, I even thought, I remember, like, women would confide in me to that level, be, like, talking to me about their dates and stuff, and yeah. these were women that I was interested in, but the oh, problem was. And you would listen to it. Yeah, I would listen to it. Thinking that it would establish a bond. Yeah. Okay. And it did, let but me, that bond well, was only friendship. Yeah. Let me let me let me just say this. Yeah. Let, you, had, you had more. S- tell more. I'll say this after. Okay. I I so th- that bond that I was creating was friendship and back in the in, in the back of my mind anytime they they complain about men and how awful men were blah 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 I thought, "Well, why couldn't that be me?" And then that's yeah, yeah but that that has changed radically. I don't hear that anymore. 
But what did you want to say? I wanted to say that women, I think, because I, I get what you're saying now, that guys will try to get close with women by just listening to them talk about, like, whatever shit they were doing. Yeah. Like, the, the emotions that are on their mind. Right. And my thinking is, that I'm just trying to unpack right now, women share their feelings compulsively. Like, I think that these friend zone pussies that you're talking about yeah. assign some kind of, like, special meaning to the the confidence that a woman that they're into is sharing with them. Like, I'm telling you about this thing. She's telling them about this thing, this yeah. trial that she yeah. had. But that's not what women are like. Like, guys are like that. I'm not going to sit down with a guy and tell him something hard that I'm going through yeah. with just anybody. Okay. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking it's gotta about. it got to be someone close to you, right? Y- yeah. yeah. Or else I'm like, like sitting down with a guy at a bus. Women aren't like that. No. Women will compulsively share with everyone. You know, even when, you, you know, you don't want them to. They're just blah, 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 well, this, this, this. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah. They're talking to drive through boxes out there with <laughs> what they're dealing with, you know? Yeah. Uh, the, thing, the thing that changed, the thing that shifted, and this is the problem with all these friend-zone pussies, uh-huh. right, the guys who don't get it, is that they need to communicate to those women that they are interested in them sexually. That's everything in the world. Everything in the world comes down to that. You really, do you really think that? Uh, that's absolutely it. And I remember the, the, the moment I realized this, right? I went through the spell when I was single for about a year and a half, two years. Went on, you know, I went on dates and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, hooked up here and there. But uh, it wasn't really, I didn't feel like I was dating anyone. Because all these girls I was hanging out with were just that, girls I was hanging out with. We weren't having sex. We were just going to parties together and oh, doing okay. yeah doing like datey things and stuff like that and but not I, banging no okay no very rarely banging um then Ooh. i remember i remember this is the this is the moment that shifted for me i went out on a date with this girl who man i hit it off so hard in this bar i remember uh my friends came over this girl it's like a babe total babe right mm-hmm. uh, uh really cute smile just we were hitting it off and my friends came into this bar and saw me alone with this girl and they were running uh, uh patterns wingman patterns like help helping me out like coming oh over God. yeah oh, oh I, it was great I, it was good oh yeah okay yeah no they, they helped out because there was one cock blocker who came through and one of my friends came in and like tackled him it was awesome uh so i i uh, i thought okay well i don't want to blow it with this girl uh, she's so cute. She's so cool. We're totally hitting off. What, what kind? What are we talking about here? What'd she look like? Ah, uh, she looked like Drew Barrymore in her prime. Okay, you know what I mean. A little bit of like a smush face. <laughs> a little bit chubby, but she no, hides no. it with the. When you Drew mean Barrymore? like an ET? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> like when she was an ET. No, man. When when uh, like imagine Drew Barrymore. Like she, I think Drew Barrymore has a cute smile. So Drew, it's like Drew Barrymore smile. Uh, and then, like, a really nice, like, petite body. It was just, okay, she was right. a babe, man. All she right, was a babe. Right. So, anyway, man, uh, I finally got the balls at night to simply communicate something about her looks, which I realized is something I had never done before. Like, with a woman? With, with any of the, uh, well, any of these girls that I had been dating. With girls after I started dating them, then I would communicate that they looked good and they oh, were. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, Dick, the reason you've never heard some of these, like, friend zone terms. Because I start with that. Because you start with that. Yeah. Exactly. Guys, the difference between a friend zone pussy and a guy who gets laid, and and by, by the way, guys, it doesn't just have to be you getting laid. You might want a relationship. That's fine. All well, yeah. of this stems from sexual attraction. And if you don't communicate that to them, then they don't know. And they're guessing just like you. And if you're that dud guy who's hanging around all the time, 
who never communicates that to them, they're going to think you're a friend. Because, of course, why wouldn't they? Can I tell you this? I think those friend zone pussies take it especially hard because they do want a relationship. Like, they've romantic, they've turned this woman, they've built this character for this woman yeah. that they think she is. Right. And they want to marry her. It's not actually her. No. Of course. It's not. It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy. But they want the relationship so bad that they yeah. get out of control, insanely jealous. And that's when you become a stalker. And that's when you become a creep. And that's when you start uh, thinking about these these people to the point where it's unhealthy. Let me give you an yeah. example of this happening with a woman. A woman friend of mine uh, came up to me one time, and she, she told me about this guy she was crushing on. And I already communicated to this girl that I had no interest in her mm-hmm. sexually, right? So then she— How she, did you she, communicate this? Uh, I told her I had a girlfriend. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that shut it down pretty quick. very yeah. efficient. Because I could tell there might have been a little something. I said, you know, I'm going to shut this. I'm going to nip this in the bud. I have a mm-hmm. girlfriend, uh, at, uh, at the, uh, you know, at the time, and, and I shut, I nipped it in the bud. Mm-hmm. So then she felt comfortable confiding in me because we were just friends, and that's all we were, and that's all I wanted. That's all she wanted. Great. No, no miscommunication. Awesome. We are in alignment. So then she started telling me about this guy she was interested in. I said, okay, well, what's going on? She goes, well, he's, he's really funny. He's a great dude. Oh, God. He's really popular. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, so shoot him. Shoot him. Do you have his phone number? He goes, oh, no. God. She goes, no, I don't, I don't know what to say. To, I don't know what to say to him. I said, okay, um, show me his, face, his Facebook profile. So she pulls it up. I said, I got it. Bingo. I know what to say to him. Oh, and I thought it was going to be you. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, man. No, I nipped it in the bud, man. So we're just friends. So she pulls up this guy's Facebook profile, and I'm going through it, and I see his interests, and I see his hobbies, and I see the type of movies that he likes. That's enough for me to build a profile of who he is. And so I said, okay, send him this message. And I crafted the perfect message. She goes, well, you type it. Wait a minute. You're hitting what? on guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the movie Roxanne or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Call Maddox, he'll hit on. Are you interested in a guy? Call Maddox, he'll hit on him for you. Hey man, hundred percent success rate. I'll hit Best on anyone. Man, hit around in the business. <laughs> Look, dude, I know how to. I know how to hit on chicks. I know how to hit on guys. I don't. I don't see how that's a. That's an insult. It's not an insult. Good, because I know how to hit on anyone. I just think it's a little I'll hit on your dad. Funny, that's all. <laughs> you gonna hit on my dad? Oh uh, no, no. <laughs> no, he's married. I wouldn't do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and he's he's a dad and a man. Uh, anyway, you got a problem um, with married guys now? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so I crafted this perfect message, and she goes, "Oh my gosh, it's genius!" And I said, "I know, of course, it's, it's genius." So gross. What do you remember? What the message was? Um, it was uh, <laughs> it was something a reference about a movie. <laughs> hey, dude, nice tits. <laughs> You want to watch Lord of War and finger each other? <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> uh, Netflix and chill. Right? I just said, that I would just, work. No. That would work on any guy. <laughs> <laughs> what up, bro? How's your ding dong? <laughs> so that's how you'd hit on a guy. You know what, know. Though? You know what though? Look, you're going to respond or you won't. Like, no, Dick, that your fucking bullshit school thought. No. No, but uh, actually, what Dick is saying is correct. If you do, if you do message a guy and communicate anything sexual right off the get go, that's you're definitely going to get his attention. But well, it wasn't that. I'm but. kind of turned off by chicks who are overly promiscuous. Yeah, though. me too. Like I really am. A I'm little like, bit. Uh, a little bit. Like, look, you uh, uh, you gotta you gotta um uh you gotta the, make me think finesse? I'm working for something here. Yeah, finesse me a little bit. I need you the know? carrot, not yeah. the not the stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, or the string, the the cat and the string yeah. uh, example you gave. Um, yeah, I like it within the third message, like the first three messages. <laughs> yeah, not right away. Not right away. Not the first. Maybe I think like you the got third. issues. Yeah, yeah. 
Then um, I don't need to ask about your dad. I know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless, uh, um, Unless you have that rapport beforehand, then go straight yeah, to sexual. Yeah. yeah. You want a booty call? Call, call me, buddy. Or, or ma'am. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see like 10 chicks lined up at a bar now. Hey, can you message this guy on Facebook yeah. for me, Maddox? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm good at it, man. Chicks aren't good at it. Chicks are awful. As you know, Dick, chicks no, are awful yeah. at picking up on guys. They're really bad because they almost never have to do it. Guys are always coming to them. So yeah. when they have to, when the tables get turned and they like a guy and they're trying to craft that perfect message, aha, it's not so easy, is it, dickhead? Then you come to me, yeah. Maddox, they, yeah, master of seduction. Yeah, they usually just have to lure them in. <laughs> Ma- master of seduction, Maddox. Yeah, <laughs> oh, me. Oh, God. So what happened? So I sent this message. To a man. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly correct. It was witty. It was funny. It was sarcastic. It was a little bit dark. A little was it bit a little sassy. Flirty? No, no, dude. I so I so was I sent genuinely the, asking. Well, I sent the first message. It wasn't flirty because I'm not. I'm you know it grosses me out. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. But uh, I sent the perfect message. That's an introduction that tells you about her character. Tells you a little bit about his. It was the perfect introduction message. Uh-huh. So of course he he writes back immediately, Uh-oh. and she's she's like, what should I say? I'm like, what would too you too eager? Delete him. well yeah first of all right but no he he messages back and she goes oh my gosh he messaged back you're right i'm like yeah of course i'm right of course he's gonna message you back so then she hands me her phone to start chatting with this dude i'm like whoa i'm like oh whoa lady come on i'm not your no i'm not gonna no i'm not gonna do this she goes well i don't know what to say i said what would you say because at some point you realize i'm not dating this man you realize at some point you have to take over and he has to get to know you uh-huh. because he's potentially going to bang you, not me. He's never going to bang me. Right. She's I, way overanalyzing this, too. Exactly, just talk, Sean. Just talk like a yeah. fucking human being. Yeah. Sean, so what does this sound like? A woman who's way overanalyzing this guy. Friends on pussy. No, a friend's on pussy. Friends on pussy. Okay. That's exactly. So she turned she turned herself into a friend's on pussy because what she kept doing. And then I, I said, lady, look, I did this favor for you. I gave you the introduction, and within like the the first three messages, I said, "Well, get to the point where you're going to get his digits, so you guys can start texting." Yeah, ask that's, out right away. Yeah, that's the next step. Always. Get the digits, and so she got the digits within like four or five messages, and I I kind of you know kind of coached her on how to do that. So he she got the guy's digits, and then she kept texting me all night. She's like, "Well, what should I say to this? What should I say to that?" And I just put my phone on silent, put it in my pocket, moved no. on with my life because. I, and then I pulled her aside the next day when I saw her. She's like, well, he, he sent me this last text, and he hasn't replied yet, and he hasn't blah, blah, blah. And she started overanalyzing every text that he sent. And I said, by, by the way, you got to do this guy a favor and fuck up the texting because this yeah. girl sounds like a fucking pill. Well, I mean, look, man, when I have friends who have this problem, I try to coach them through it to, to get over that uh, pussy or dick on a pedestal, uh-huh. dick on a dice. Uh, so I told her, I pulled her aside. I said, look, lady. How much time and effort do you think he's spending sending these texts to you? Do you think he's thinking about you right now? And she said, no. I said, exactly. He's not. So why are you thinking about him? Who gives a shit? He's not a thing until he's a thing. And it's the same thing with all these guys who are friend-zoned pussies. The girl that you are obsessed with is not a thing until she becomes a thing. Mm -hmm. Period. Stop obsessing. If you haven't made that move within... The second or third time you guys have got you guys have gone out, you guys haven't made out, you guys haven't had sex, you haven't done anything, forget it. It's gone. For forever. Forever. Forget it. Move on. Find another girl and don't fuck it up with her and communicate sexual interest because guess what? Big surprise, we're all humans and we all like sex, including the girls that you're obsessing over. Right. Yeah. 
That's my that's my whole problem and and, and a solution all wrapped in one. What's the solution called? The uh, the solution is um, bang. <laughs> <laughs> Get your, let you do all the the uh, the romancing. That's the solution. Uh, yeah, like a nine hundred number interceptor. No, I, and I do think that the the friend zone pussies that you're talking about are also like the most vicious uh when they finally do get dumped if it ever happens like they're the last I, only one story comes to mind this guy was um uh this girl i knew who i, I was kind of just hanging out with her like uh we would we would go do nice stuff like fun stuff together like date-ish stuff but we wouldn't it wasn't a friendship it definitely wasn't a friendship I did kind of want to bang her, but I didn't want to make it like a priority. So how was it not a friendship if you hadn't banged? Well, because we're going out on dates every once in a while. Had I would be like, I gotta No no no, I'm not I'm not because look, it's like a it's like a clock for me. Uh-huh. When you start with the kissing and the romantic shit and the sex, yeah. it very quickly devolves into someone pounding on my apartment door at three in the morning demanding to know what our relationship is. Well. Like, are we a relationship or not? You motherfucker, answer your door. I know you're... Like, that's what my experience is. <laughs> okay. So I try not to pull that cord uh-huh. until, like, the time works for me. Where I'm like, okay, I can have, like, a two- or three-month fling with you. This, this time works right now. I'm going out of town in mid-July. <laughs> right, right. I mean, this is... Like, Burning Man is in four months, so we don't need to have that conversation. Oh, my gosh, Dick. What, what, what? You, 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 you consistently have this problem. You know how you avoid this problem? Just right from the get-go, communicate what you want. Because I tell chicks sometimes, if I have absolutely no interest in them other than sexual, I tell them that. And you know what? Sometimes they bail and sometimes they stick oh, around. That's oh, that's very yeah. hurtful to say no, it's to not. someone. No, it's not. Because guess what? Uh, this one girl I, I saw for uh, uh, two or three months, it was it was a relationship that was almost entirely sexual. We'd hang out sometimes. And then when it, you know, but I we communicated with each other. She she asked me some, you know, someday would you ever want this to be more? I said no, I'm not really in that space, uh, that place right now. And uh, I said, look, if this means no more sex, I'm okay with that. I understand if that's what you want. And she said, no, no, I definitely well, want there sex. There you go. That's what, yeah. No, she said she said I definitely yeah. want sex. I, yeah, I said, no, okay, I, game on. Here we go. We're doing I don't this. No, it just doesn't work for me like that. I like even you never tried it. No, you, have no, you tried I, it? I have. They'll bring it up. They'll say like it's okay if it's if this is just a second. I'm like, eh, I don't know if it's if like then then what are we even doing? Just banging. Uh, it's, it's, What's it wrong takes with that? it takes the magic out of it, Maddox. <laughs> there needs it needs to be a mind game as well. <laughs> yeah, there needs fucked. to be a, and That's and sick. besides they know like they I'm, I, I, the whole time I'm sitting there thinking like, like how do you even have to ask like if you have to ask you know. Uh, That's my philosophy on no. it. No, no, I dated a girl. Actually, the last uh, girl I dated, my last serious relationship. She wanted a relationship right from the get-go, and it was a yeah. long-distance thing, and I said, you know, the, it's too hard. I don't want that, for sure. I don't want a long-distance relationship because right. I've done that. I've been there, done that. Don't want to do it again. Um, and so she had she had kind of written it off as a thing that was never going to happen, and then at some point it did down the line. Uh, mm. But, yeah, th- th- things can change. I mean, whether or not – whatever you communicate to them, things may change down the line, but if you communicate y- what you want up front and then stick to it – there's no problem. With I that. think I think it loses a lot of th- what made it good when you communicate that because it's like, well, then wait, like you're not putting out the you're not going the extra mile to to make me happy. Then so you so, know you're not you're not working for a relationship now. You're just like kind of squeezing uh, blood from a stone at that point. Like you're trying to wring the last bits of affection out of something that's already dead to me. 
That's that's what it ha- that's what happens. Uh, okay, so so, so to it's recap, not, it's not good for me. <laughs> so re- I don't like it. So to recap our philosophies, my approach is to uh, be honest, to stop being uh, to stop being a friend zoned pussy. Be uh-huh. honest and communicate up front what you want. And Dick's approach is to do the exact opposite. Don't communicate that up front. Well, not if you're a friend zone. If you're a friend zone pussy, yeah. Um, make your intentions clear, and then if she's not into it, leave. Uh, like, that, that, that's that's yeah, true. Women, you, okay, then gonna, we see eye to eye. You're not going to dupe her into wanting to fuck you. Exactly. Like, she doesn't want to fuck you. Exactly. Co- like, what are you, what are you, what are you like, Cosby 2.0? You're going to trick her into it? You know, Gross, like, dude. oh, here, if I provide enough value, like, you're just not good enough, man. No. You're not a stock portfolio. Relax. She doesn't like you. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I, and I, I have a ton of experience in this from guys who hang around with girls I'm dating. It used to drive me insane that they would keep these dudes around, yeah. mostly because they feel, partly because they feel sorry for them, but partly because it, it feeds like it's a, it's a thing for them. It's like a safety net for them. It's like it feeds their ego to, to be there for this guy. Have these guys spawning for them? Yeah. No. So they won't get rid of them. That's my experience with it, and I feel bad for them because they embarrass themselves. The guys? Yeah. Yeah, it's so embarrassing, man. I just want to take him aside and go like, dude, come on, I'm I'm getting ready to break up with this girl. You know what? You, you, <laughs> you don't want this. Yeah, you don't want this. You don't want my sloppy seconds, bro. I've seen that too. I've seen that happen so many times. Like a girl will be dating a guy, and then she has a bunch of Klingons, oh, right? And the yeah. Klingons, and I'll notice the Klingons, and I'm like, I pulled the girl over aside. I remember I had this conversation with this girl one time online, and I mm-hmm. told her, uh, most guys who are your friends and who've been your longtime friends. Uh, probably want to fuck you i'm just telling i'm just yeah. gonna put that out there they yeah. probably want to probably and even if they don't actually do it or will never do it they probably thought about it and i pulled her i pulled her aside and i said you have a guy and she goes no that's not true that's not true i have a guy friend who i've been friends with for for uh, um eight years and we're just friends and we've never wanted he's never wanted to have sex with me at all and i said have you ever asked him yeah and she said no i haven't i said go ha- go ask him and she goes fine i will she came back to me 30 minutes later. 30 minutes later, she goes, oh, my gosh. I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> no, she say, she came back 30 minutes later, and she said, you're right. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. She said, I knew, I've known this guy know forever. That? Yeah, she said, I've known this guy forever. And then they started talking about it, and they, they had like a four-hour conversation that oh, night. God. She came back to me the next day. This was like in the, way back in, the, in uh, the early days of the internet when I was still using Yahoo Messenger, uh-huh. you know, some of these old chat. So I was talking to this girl. She said, yeah, I talked to him for about four hours about his thoughts and his feelings, and he said that he's Ooh. always had a crush on me, and he just never knew how to communicate it to me, and he'd always been hanging around with me. So, guys, when you start to to guilt these girls for putting you in the friend zone, guess what, shithead? You put yourself there. Yeah. All right? Because you put yourself there by not having the balls to stand up and, and communicate what you want and see if it's there. See if it's mutual. And if it's not, fuck off and move on. You know what? Deal with rejection. You're going to get rejected all the time. You're going to get rejected for jobs. You're going to get rejected for relationships. You're going to get rejected for colleges. Deal with rejection. And here's how you deal with it. You become better. You become a better person that somebody won't want to reject. You don't You don't think guilt the girls for putting you in a friend zone, dickhead, because you put yourself there. I mean, I'm going to say I agree with everything you're saying except for the be better because sometimes it's just you're not it. Yeah, that's like, true. Sometimes they'll go for a total piece of shit. You're just not it, dude. Well, Relax. Like, you just can't have everything you want in the world. 
Yeah. It doesn't work like that. It's not a linear scale. It, you, so, that's true, Dick. Sometimes you're not it. Sometimes for whatever reason, you might not be clicking it with that person because yeah. not everyone clicks with you, right. obviously. If you yeah. think that everyone should be compatible with everyone else, then you're opening yourself up to a lot of ones well, and twos. It's like, what if a guy didn't want to be your friend? Yeah. You chase him around. What's wrong? What's, What's wrong, wrong with me? me? What can I do? What can I do to be better? What can you be better? You're only friends with assholes. Yeah. Gosh, he doesn't want to hang out with me. Nobody wants to go bowling with me. Um, and, and I spend and all this money them. renting bowling shoes for everybody. <laughs> and then stalk them on Facebook and say, oh, he went bowling the other day with someone else. Yeah. He never wants to go bowling with me. Um, what I was going to say, I started that story. I didn't finish it. The The girl that I was just hanging out with every once in a while. Yeah. So I enjoyed her company. And there was like a flirtation there. She's a nice girl. Okay. Um, this guy that was like obsessively trying to bang her and i even gave him some tips i'm like look this is what you, you got to knock off the shit you're doing just do this like jokingly because I, yeah. I did want to help him out yeah, yeah. he exploded on her one night because all of these these uh pussification feelings got just overwhelmed his his uh tampon one day and he couldn't take he couldn't take being <laughs> friend zoned it anymore he exploded on her she called me Came over, uh, wanted to come over and drink and talk about it, like to get her mind uh -oh. off her, because she was so. Uh -oh. Yeah, we banged. Uh -oh. yeah. We did a bunch <laughs> of, of blow banged. and bang. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. And I was like, well, uh, way to go, dude. Like, go. I bet yeah, if yeah. I if I bet if I took a picture of you yeah. and sent it to him, he would kill himself. Oh yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> oh wait a second, I know. I think I know who this is. Okay, all right, interesting. Oh boy. Oh, you think you know who it is? I know who it is. I know who it is. Uh oh. Oh, I know the story. <laughs> oh, this is a good story. <laughs> it's a really good story because I know exactly story. what's going on yeah. here. Anyway, hey, oh. I think these guys are a big problem because they're salting the earth for they're the rest of the They're salting the earth, yes. Yeah. yeah. Guys, guys and girls, please stop worrying about the friend zone because it's invented. It's something you're creating. You're putting yourself there. It's a jail that you invented. You're opening the door. You're walking in. You're shutting it behind you, and you're yeah. throwing away the keys. Fuck off. If, if, be a better person. And you know what? You won't get everyone. You won't get everyone. You're not going to be attractive to everyone. No. But but the better you are, the more likely it will be that you will be attractive to more people. Look, man, I worked on myself a lot, and I still have a lot to do. But before I did that, I was this friend zone pussy. And I got yeah. out of that jail. I finally found the key. I figured it out. You got to communicate sexuality. You got to be a better person. Be a better version of yourself. Well, uh, yeah. I, it increases the likelihood, man. Uh, it's yeah. just an it's a, it's an odds thing. Look, man. Yeah, the, but I like being a sleazeball, and uh, I try to be more of a sleazeball. And I think there's a lot of girls who just hate that. Like they're like, "Oh, you're you act like a scumbag. Like you do all these dirty scumbag things. I don't want to date you." And I'm like, "Well, that's like the best version of me. <laughs> I like being that." So, well, there you fuck go. you. Like I don't care. Yeah. All right, Dick. My problems this week. Well, my problem was friend zoned pussies, guys and girls. My problem was the Pope. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> you just said you bought a wig to cut off pubes or to make pubes off the wig. Yeah. Why not just grow pubes and have real pubes? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's pretty entertained by his voicemail. Oh, man, that guy's the biggest fan of himself. You really like that voicemail, huh, buddy? <laughs> Oh, that collar. I'll tell you why, dickhead. Because I was going to a party, and I was making a costume, and I don't want to make everyone at the party barf with my real pubes on my shirt. Yeah. Well, what you did was a little racist. How's that? What? Because you bought an afro to make pubes out of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Afros look kind of puby. 
pubes look like afros. I got a big fro. So you're saying black people have pubes on their no. head? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying, John. That's what I'm saying, yep. Sean. Thank you, you for it. I'm surprised Sean, I had to say Sean's that. Sean's the right PC there. police now. <laughs> you're getting pulled over, Maddox. Far you're getting from a ticket. It, just making an observation. <laughs> How does that song go? We are the PC police. Woo woo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, this week Maddox said that he needed pubes for a costume. Oh my gosh, again? What What the fuck is that? What kind of costume possibly requires pubes? That's a good question. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what kind of costume. I was a. Yeah. Pl- I, I made a. I made a costume one year where I had a giant vagina on my shirt. And with googly eyes and teeth, and oh. I, it was kind of like drooling, and and the googly eyes looked weird, and it was the pussy monster, and so I put a bunch of pubes right around the crotch area, like a merkin. You yeah. know what a merkin is? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I put a bunch of pubes, and I gave it a little. It's a pubic wig for everybody who doesn't know that, yeah. because they're not a fucking weirdo who would know that, right? Both of us know what it is, uh, yeah, and probably fifty thousand people who don't know what a merkin is, dude. In the last two weeks, it's come up so much in conversations, whereas it's never come up before in my life. But anyway, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I put a, I made this uh, this pussy monster have like a face, and it was like, uh, it had a nose. The nose was like the clit. It was kind of cool, and then it had huge puby eyebrows. Oh, uh, yeah. People appreciated the the attention to detail, and then. Is this, because, fr- is this canon somewhere, or is this a mythology that you've invented, the pussy monster? Just, I invented okay. it. I always like to invent my own costumes. So the, because I used, I had the consideration and foresight to use fake pubes, girls came up to me, and they started petting my chest. They said, oh, can I touch the pubes? I'm like, yeah, of course, t- you touch my pubes all day, baby. And it's, then, uh, you know, one pube leads to another, and uh, next thing you know, bang to town. The, to the carpet, <laughs> does the carpet match the pecs? Uh, yeah. Hmm? It sounds like you needed a lot of pubes. Yeah, no friends on there, buddy. Dude, why are you so proud of this wig? <laughs> I don't know. I still don't understand why you couldn't just use your own pubes or your arm hair or your chest hair or your leg hair or any hair. Why'd you have to buy a wig? I feel like you really just wanted a wig. Toy around. I don't think it had anything to do with pubes. I think that was just Is this the same guy? I think it might be a terrible, terrible lie <laughs> that you're pushing too hard. Well, you got the oh. answer. All right. Yeah, yeah you got the answer. answer. You know what? Uh, you know what, Dick? Um, I'll tell you why I didn't use my my own pubes. Uh, in addition to what I just said. Uh, so I've been on set, and when I'm when I have um. I have the lav mics on me. For for people who don't know, a lav mic is a little mic that you put on your body. It's mm-hmm. kind of like what newscasters wear. And a set is where big shots go to shoot their <laughs> fucking TV shows, right? Not, while you're defining all these terms for Dick, us. it's all I've done for the last three weeks. But So uh, at the end of every night, when I pull off this tape from my chest, they tape it directly to my chest. Yeah. I rip it off, and there's this ball of hair on the tape because it's basically duct tape on my chest. Yeah. And I pull it off, and I show everyone. Everyone gets grossed out like people start dry heaving and i i took a i took a picture of it because it's like pulling stems and shit out of my chest so i took a picture of it and it's so gross i was gonna post it on instagram but i thought i didn't want to ruin everyone's day you dickheads want to know why you don't use real pubes fine fuck face i'll post this picture on the website i'll gross everyone out there well, you go you, you, you got what it. you asked for you got what you asked for good job idiots morons